Alright, love, you ready to start recording this episode? I am. Alright. Alright, <laughs> I've got I've got my wine. <laughs> yeah, good on you. And uh, and I've got the computer open. It's, I love this new computer. Thank you. Oh, no worries, love. It was, of course, it was your birthday during the week. You only turned 91, so I wanted to treat you. Uh, let's let's record on this. How, what a... Yeah, no, well, it's got every, it's got all the whiz-bang. It's one of the Apple MacBooks. Uh, oh, yes. Right, so, wait, hang on, let me get it up. It's got uh, Safari. Do I need that? Um, maybe. All right, I'll try. Uh, it's got Chrome. It's got... What's... Uh... Time machine, Apple time machine. What's that do? Time, I think that's for backing up right. your, your files. Hang on, uh, it says it can go thirty years. Click that, click that, and then push it and see what goes. All right. Oh, 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 oh! oh. What's going on? Oh. What's happening? Oh my God, Maureen, oh. we're going thirty years into the future. This is the Chinese state formerly known as Melbourne calling. Welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. The future is now. Toodle pip. Hey, hey, come over here, go over there. Don't be scared now, yeah. Lift up your head, hold out your hand, pull up your pants. Now why did you pull down your pants? We only just met, but that's why I like you. People connecting, grandma's laughing, nostalgia and ethnic dancing. Oh, and that was um, Cher with her brand new song, I'm Still Alive, Bitches. Lovely song. Hello, kiddies. It's August 30th, 2050. My name is Edith Vale, and I'm joined by my best friend of many, many, many years, Ms. Maureen McGillicuddy. <laughs> Hi, gang, and hey, guess what? It's birthday week. <laughs> it has been your birthday. You turned 120 years old. Do you want to tell our listeners what you got up to? Well, uh, as you'll all know, that we're now allowed to take trams again, and that the trams, we haven't been able to use them for about 18 years, and uh, the trams started, so I got on a tram. It was like a blast from the past, Edith. It was so cool. Of course, of course. My great-great-great-grandchildren took me out for a dinner for my birthday. We went to that uh, to the, the, the McDonald's. Oh, you know, lovely. Got the only McDonald's left in, uh, in Campbell. Well, so they put me in the flying car and we went there and that was terrific. Mm. Uh, what else have I done? You had your birthday party? Well, my big birthday party, of course, and I don't think I'll ever get used to birthday parties uh, nowadays. You know, I've only been able to have five people, you know. Of course, because we're still in the stage three restrictions. Thanks to Daniel Andrews continuously mm. extending this state of emergency. State of emergency. Oh, man, yeah. He's a bastard, isn't he? He's an absolute bastard. Oh, he's shocking. Oh, he's shocking. You know, I remember the first time he extended the state of emergency. What year was it? Um, uh, first year was 2000. 1970. 
Oh, no, it wasn't. It was because it was after the masked singer started. I moved into my floating apartment in nineteen. Before they blew up Uluru, and uh, flying cars, two thousand and twenty-six. That's right. Yes, two thousand and twenty. It was two thousand and twenty. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was two thousand and twenty. I remember because that was the year that the city of Melbourne did not give us one of the COVID nineteen arts grants. Do you remember that? Even though we are artists performing in Melbourne regularly that's being affected very strongly by the pandemic, you know. I remember. No. Yeah, it was Sally Crap, the Lord Mayor, yes. was behind it. Yes. And, uh, you know, well, she learned her lesson and she... Yes, I saw her name in the obituaries, yes. Yes. Yeah. Sally Crap's in the graveyard, yeah. I saw I saw that Sally Crap's in the graveyard, yeah. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't no, impressed. No, not at all. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, hundred and sorry, more than hundred and twenty years. How exciting. <laughs> and who would have thought when we were little girls growing up in the bush that we'd still be alive in the year twenty fifty. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, Edith, can you can you remember the bush? That feels like a distant memory. Farms and the countryside. I uh, flora and fauna at all seems like such a yeah. foreign concept these Doesn't days. Doesn't it? Running water through the creeks. <laughs> Terrific. Of course, we should uh, introduce this abscess of a human being, Caroline Springs, mm. that's chained up in the corner over there. Well, what's left of Caroline Springs, of course, there's not a, yes. a lot left of her. Uh, some of our listeners might have been wondering over the last couple of decades how we've stayed alive this long. <laughs> and that's quite simple, really. It's a mixture of modern medicine and wonderful doctors. And, uh, of course, we've been harvesting Caroline's organs that's right, uh, this yeah. entire time, which has kept us going. Are you right over there, Caroline? Yeah. See, oh, the poor old thing. Oh, She's yes. getting deafer and muter every year that passes. <laughs> <laughs> the only moving organ that she's got left is her tongue and she can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 90, I think I was ready to die, but at 120, I want to live forever. Yes. And I don't regret being one of those trial participants. We were Edith and I were lucky enough to be trial participants in the Oxford University COVID vaccine. That's right, in, yes, back in 20, 2021, I think that was. Yeah. 2021 it was too, right? That's right, April, I think. Yes. Anyway, we were lucky enough to be in the trial group for mm. that, and they, well, that's what they reckon has kept us alive. Yes. That's what they think oh, has kept yeah. us alive, yeah. Gosh, that seems like a lifetime ago, 2020, 2021. Do you remember back in the day when uh, the, the, the Fuhrer, the American Fuhrer, Donald Trump, uh, was, you know, he was only in his first mm-hmm. term of office back then, it was before he abolished the two-term rule and got rid of all future mm-hmm. elections. That's right, yeah. It was such a simple time back then. It was. Know. And politics has changed so mm. much, don't mm-hmm. you think, Edith, that I was only reflecting the other day, it's been, I think, 25 years, maybe a little bit a little bit longer, 26 years, I think, since we had a Liberal Party in Victoria. Yes. For a few years before that, we didn't know who was in charge. Or... And then it turns out that there wasn't anyone in charge. They forgot to keep running the party. There was just no one left. That's right. And there was a bit of controversy around that time with the Liberal Party because that was before the entire country discovered that the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, do you remember him? Scott Mo, Scott Mo, Scott, Scott Mo. He used to call oh, himself. Oh yeah, I do. Yes, it was before yeah. the entire country discovered that that Scott Morrison was just a, a Chris Lilly character. That it, that's been... right. Oh my God, my memory's playing tricks on me. How funny! Oh look, we are talking about the past too much. 
don't worry about the past. You can't change no, it. No, and we should be focusing on the future. No, that's right, yeah. All right, well, I guess it's time for a word from one of our intergalactic sponsors. Is your hydronic carbonator not compatible with your inverted quadruplex? Then call Jim's Spaceship Repairs. We use robotic slave labour to keep the cost of repairs on your Ford space wagon down to a minimum. Whether your hypertime relay is stuck in overdrive, your ultrasonic relapse stick is flagulating, or if you just need a patch up on your drink holders, call Jim's Spaceship Repairs. Open from 700 hours to 3600 hours, 12 days a week on the new calendar. Jim's Spaceship Repairs. Jim's Spaceship Repairs. Located at 34 Boundary Road, Brayside. Right, time to do the first segment of today's episode. Uh, what are we up to? Let me have a look. Oh, we've got uh, Beryl's Budget Baking. How exciting Yeah, is which is going yeah, to be wow. terrific. She, she has been, I mean, her baking skills, I, I would say that she's almost one of the last people oh, what's that? in the... In Austra- what was that? Oh, hang on a minute, sorry. I think it might be my Uber Air Eats. Hang on. Oh, Hold right. on a second. Okay, no worries. This is very unprofessional. Uh, did come quickly. Just two seconds, Edith. Hang on. Hello? No, you can bring it to the door, please. You've got space legs. You can float over here. Come on. Thank you. Sorry, what was that? Sorry, I can't understand you. What? Yes, right. No. Ring. Understand. Sorry, Sorry, Edith, it's sorry. I, I can't understand. No, I'm not leaving you a tip. No, I can't understand you. Yes, I thought that too. I was quite surprised by the Democratic Party, how they did that. Yeah, I can't understand you. I can't understand. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sorry, I just got this down. Oh, we forgot my Fanta. I love that. Oh, bloody. Oh. Oh, God, Edith, my chips are cold already. How can they get here with the chips are cold? They only came from bloody Mars. Jesus. You know what? I'll say it, Edith, in between these 18 walls, I hate that these aliens are taking all of our jobs. They, you know, they can't do it properly. More if they rain. could do the jobs more properly, rain. I wouldn't you can't mind. But there's aliens. That's more rain, more they rain, come more here rain. and take our no, no, jobs. No, no, more rain. Know? Not on air, love. That's racist. You can't say that. Well, he is. What? That's not racist. He is an alien. He's from Jupiter. Oh. Oh, sorry. I didn't realise. Oh, yes. No, I agree. Oh, those bloody Jupiters. They're awful. shocking. Dreadful service, you know. Never smile. Oh, those round eyes. Oh. Those super round eyes. Oh, oh yuck. I'm sorry. Oh, no, they shouldn't really. be here. No, they shouldn't anyway. be here. No, anyway. Anyway, anyway, as we were saying, this next segment is called Beryl's Budget Baking. Now, you might be wondering how Beryl's still alive as well. Of course, <laughs> when we were harvesting Caroline's organs, we mm. thought, oh, we could make a bit of money off this. And... Um, we got in touch with our friend Beryl Beltbuckle, who uh, does this segment, and we offered to sell her some of Caroline's organs to keep her alive right. as well. She doesn't know that we just gave her a bit of offal from the butchers. <laughs> 
What doesn't know won't kill her. No, quite exactly, literally. Exactly. Anyway, this and is a segment. This 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 is the blandest woman in the world, and look, we really just mm. give her a bit of airtime, out of the goodness of our heart, uh, and and we let her come on here and do a little baking segment. So, uh, shall we play it, love? Yeah, may as well put her on. I, I don't know what she's doing. No one cooks anymore. But anyway, play it. Here's Beryl's budget baking. Beryl's Budget Baking. Hello. Beryl Belt Buckle here. I'm still staying here in my grandchildren's basement. My circulation isn't the best, so the chains stopped hurting weeks ago. It's just the sores are starting to smell. Too dark to see. I can smell them cooking a roast upstairs. I must admit it smells delicious, but, but I won't have any. With all of the food shortages, they've had to get creative with where they find. It's funny. You never really appreciate your legs until they're gone. But we all have to make sacrifices, and it won't be too much longer. They've told me if I'm quiet, I'll be allowed to die soon, so that's good news. I, I can smell burning. Oh no, the roast and then... Time for our next segment, and this is one we mm. call... Actually, before we do that, love, you would talk... Sorry to reminisce again. You were talking oh about <laughs> the year 2020, just before, and I remembered mm -hmm. a lovely memory. That was the year that we did the most amazing ever Granny Bingo Online. Do you remember that? Granny Bingo Online. I, 2020, October. Was it October? It was October the 5th, I 2020. I, that was so good. People are still talking. People have written books about mm -hmm. it. People have done movies about that night, yeah. October 5th, yeah. 2020. And it sold out very fast. People yeah. had to book tickets really fast. You remember that? How did they book the tickets again? What website did they go to? Gosh, my memory is terrible because now we've got so many different types of web. Uh, comedyrepublic.com.au and uh, and that was the venue we used to do it. That's right. We used to do it at Comedy Republic yes. and in the city, and it was a purpose-fit comedy venue when we used to be able to do comedy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and people that missed out on tickets to that night on October 5th, 2020, oh, God, they're still spitting chips over it. They're still really upset. There's a support club on Facebook. I almost prefer those days, Edith. I don't know about yes. you. When we used to do Granny Bingo online on Zoom, remember? we used to do Zoom and, uh, and we, we did it from the studio. They had all the cameras and everything set up. I almost think that's better than the hologram one we do now. I agree, yes. Going into people's living rooms because now obviously
obviously we all go into the teleport room and sometimes the ball will fall out of my hands. A bingo ball falls out of my hands and rolls out of the hologram mm. into the teleport room and I have to go and transfer time and, and space to go and get the ball back. It is such a... It's, too much, too much, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry, I'm reminiscing like a silly old duck. <laughs> it's all right. As it's I right. was saying, it's time for our next segment, which is called Agony Grains. And this is a segment mm-hmm. we've been doing for 30-odd years. Yeah. Yeah. And what you can do is you can send us a letter. Uh, you can send that by uh, the old-fashioned email, if you like. You can send it on our social media, at Granny Bingo on Instagram, uh, Edith Vale and Maureen McKillicuddy on Facebook. Or you can, of course, send it to us telepathically, if you would like to via your inbuilt brain computer chip and uh, we'll read those letters out and we'll uh, we'll try and answer them as best we can and give you some advice all right i've i've got a few here let me have a look Here's our first uh, letter for the episode. Hello, ladies. Uh, long-time listener, first-time writer. Well, thank you for taking the time. Very nice. <laughs> uh, I live in the dystopian former city of Perth, where excessive fracking has led to the evolution of hybrid dingo man-monsters, Heard about which that. roam the slums and terrorises at night, eating our children. Mm. My husband died in the intergalactic war of 2045, so it's just me and the three little kiddies. I'm wondering if you lovely ladies have any advice on keeping our children safe from the dingo man hybrids. And that comes from Alice in Fremantle. Thanks for writing in, Alice. That's written in blood, I think, that one. Oh, my God. Yeah, thanks, Alice. And hello, uh, trigger warning for Lindy Chamberlain. (laughs) (laughs) No one will understand what I'm talking about there. (laughs) Wow, what a lot. Firstly, we always dig into what people write and then, you know, Mm. I really... I really noticed in that first line, long-time listener, first-time writer, and I don't know how old Alice is, but she could mean literally it's her first time writing. People Could don't... be. It is a bit of sloppy cursive there, yes. Well, they reckon that, uh, for you, Alice, is a bit of advice, they reckon that eucalyptus oil keeps uh, dingo man hybrids away. Uh, I don't know, it's, it's a bit up in the air in terms of the science and the evidence about it, but they reckon uh, that the, mm. the eucalyptus oil repels the dingo... Away from the child, That's yes. right, but for the female dingo man monsters, uh, they they are attracted to the eucalyptus oil. Yes. I don't know, I was watching uh, Current Affair last week and Tracy Grimshaw's head was saying that they uh, the females aren't quite as attractive you know, they're not sexually attracted in the way that the males are. They think it's the safest bet uh, so far. So, oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, it could help. Look, personally, I don't know if I'm going to waste my time giving advice to Alice over in Perth. I mean, I know things are looking pretty dire over there. I know it is an apocalyptic, dystopian former city, and I know it's hell on earth for you people stuck over there. But quite frankly, it's not our problem, because as you'll remember, 28 years ago, Perth voted to secede from the country of Australia with, you know, that Mark McGowan bloke that was in charge, and then they realised no one wanted to come and visit 
Western Australia anyway. Well, they couldn't. They couldn't, Edith, because the borders never reopened. And so all of a sudden they had no income because all of, you know the rest of Australia wasn't able to go over there. And, uh, of course, they started the fracking and then that led to the dingo man-monster hybrids which now terrorise you at night and you are living in slums. And quite frankly, that's your own fault. I can't be worried about some Western Australian whose children are being eaten at night. It's not my responsibility. I look after Aussies on this podcast. I'm an Aussie girl. I do this podcast for Aussies by Aussies. Uh, So you're on your own there, Alice. I hope you and your kids uh, get eaten. I hope they put you on a spit roast and, and, and... cook you up for dinner. I agree. I have nothing more to add to that. I I completely agree. I I hope it's a grisly, awful, sad death for you and your children. Your little children too. Thanks for writing in, Alice. Mm, Please uh, write in again. uh, All right, next letter. Do you want to read this one? Oh, yes, of course. Let me just get it up on my Uh, (laughs) e-pad. Right. Uh, Hello, Edith, Maureen, and what is left of Caroline? Uh, My husband, Alan, is a time-travelling policeman and has been spending a lot more time at work. I have noticed when he comes back late at night, he is often wearing flared pants, an oversized shirt collar with lipstick on it, oh my goodness, and smells of the now-extinct marijuana plant. I hate to say it, but I suspect he is having a time-travelling affair with a tart in the 1970s. Any advice on how to catch him in the act? That's from Leanne Vale in New South Bendigo. Oh well, Diane, that's very confronting. People, you know, the, you know, cheating was outlawed twenty years, twenty fifteen years. Yes, ago. that's a, a beheadable offence. Uh, ever since uh, Daniel Andrews outlawed it, after he found out his his wife Catherine was having the affair with Christopher Pine, you remember that? Yeah. Yes. Uh, d- dreadful. I hope that's not happening to you, Leanne. Uh, you know, and and to to do it, you know, to go back to some floozy in the nineteen seventies. Oh, how cheap! Yeah. What a tart. Oh, that's cheap, isn't it's it? Cheap. Yeah. Absolutely dreadful. Hey, how funny is this, though, Edith? You've got the same surname as her. Do you have a relative? called Leanne. She was Leanne Vale. Uh, hang on a second, Leanne Vale. What did she say her husband's name There's was? There's not too many Vales left. Alan. Alan. Alan Vale. Two L's. So, so hang on. <laughs> this is this is so ironic, Edith. I can't get it. Isn't your great-grandson's name Alan? He's married to a Leanne. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hang on a second. Her name's Leanne Vale. Leanne. He's married to a Leanne. Alan and Leanne. And his name's Alan. That's vale, right. which is my great-grandson's name, but my great-great-granddaughter named my great-great-great-grandson Alan after my first husband, Alan, who I met in the 1970s, <laughs> and he always used to wear flared pants and a lovely large shirt collar, and he would smoke a lot of my... <gasps> oh, my God. What? I'd... Was I having sex with my, my own great-grandson? Uh, well, I mean, I yes, I, su- I suppose so. I, uh, how was he? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, right. I mean, it was the 70s, you know. <laughs> I was having a lot of fun. Um, my tip, Leanne, is uh, send him back to the 70s and let him hang out with the tart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, gee whiz, poor Leanne. That's tough news to have to hear. Uh, a little tip for you, Leanne. Um, there's a cream called Herp Off. It's H-E-R-P-O-F-F. You're going to want to buy some of that and uh, pretty much put it everywhere. That, that's a that's a hot tip yeah. from uh, yeah, a distant relative, shall we say. 
Yeah. Let's just say this uh, tart that you so called it from the 1970s has, you know, a real biblical level case of herpes, and it uh, let's let's just presume it doesn't go away for 60 years. Let's just presume. Better to be safe than sorry. I think we should probably move on to the uh, the next yeah. one. Yeah. Do, uh, do you want to read one? I'll, I'll... You read it, you read it, you read All it. All right, I've got to put my Google goggles on. Hang on. Right. Uh, dear Edith and Maureen, I am a millennial. Oh, my God. They're, these millennials, they're 60 years old and they're still whinging. When I was young, I was very progressive. Cancelling people was one of my favourite hobbies. Yes, I know. But these days, I think kids are taking it too far. They walk around wearing the most ridiculous clothes and they are so sensitive. Why is everyone younger than me awful? That's from Zara in Cuba PD. Oh, Cuba PD, lovely city. Well, yes, all the millennials were forced to move there in Yes, the nuclear fallout. They had to go underground, mm. yeah. Well, the reason why everyone younger than you is awful, the way I think about it, is that we're all wired to think that the generations below us are stupid. It's this ever-growing conflict, and uh, I do think that the younger generations will be wired a little bit differently, uh, literally, because, of course, babies now are being electronically wired. They have a computer chip put into their brains, and I, I do think that that wiring or that the programming there will fix this, but it is something for us to all worry about now. Maureen's actually right, Zara. This has been going on for generations. You know, in the 1890s, everyone was like, oh, we are so industrial. You know, we are so cool. In the 1920s, everyone thought, oh, we're so much more fashionable than those industrial people. In the 1950s, everyone was like, oh, we are so conservative and cool, and we're doing awful things things to indigenous people, you know. Uh, in the 1980s, everyone was like, oh, we're punks, we hate all the people from the 1950s. In the 2010s, everyone was like, oh, we are so woke, we're so much more rebellious than the punks ever yeah. were, you know. People forget that, that the people living 30 years before them had completely different circumstances and were doing their absolute best, and they continued to move the goalposts and hold them up to goalposts that didn't exist at the time that they were having their opinions. We're all just trying to do the best and get along with each other, Zara. The other thing I'd say, Zara, is that once you have hit about 45, there's no point having an opinion anymore. Uh, either get off social media That's and right. bury your head in a sand pit or don't bother. That's right. And, you know, think about it, Zara. Most millennials are starting to die. That generation's starting to die. You won't have to worry about it. Just, you know, as your people would say, chill out. You know what, Zara? I... Well, I mean, I don't know. Edith, you'll be the one to agree with me. Zara will probably disagree because that's what millennials do. Uh, but I think we've helped Zara. And Zara, you know, as a millennial, your people are into just ignoring what the older generations say to you because you think we don't know anything. But you'll look back at this. You will look back at one point and you'll think, those old bags know what they're talking about. And I am, I'm a real old bag, and so is Edith, and uh, and Caroline is not an old bag. She's just a sack, really. <laughs> it's nice to laugh again. Don't tell anyone. We're not allowed to laugh in Victoria. <laughs> I do. I want to. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's time for another word from one of our wonderful sponsors. 
From the producers of Austin Powers 19 Super Shaggy Detective Slut Robot Bitch and the director of Mamma Mia 73 comes this year's most anticipated VR Ultra HD 16K Cinema Experience Film of the Year. It's the 44th sequel that everyone has been waiting for. Free Willy, Down Under. But Jesse Jr., you can't see Willy. The Japanese whalers took over the entirety of Europe and, and all the seas and oceans around it. Willie is dead, Jesse Jr. He's dead. The only whales alive are on the other side of the world. He's not dead, Grandpa. I know he's out there. He has to be. He's my friend. He's probably just on holidays. In the world's first fully AI film, return to a time where the now extinct Aqua Whale swam the oceans and was used in theme parks as a way of entertaining white people with expendable incomes. Hurry up! The whale juggling and painting show starts in five minutes! We have to arrive on time or else they'll keep the whale in its unsuitably tiny enclosure all day! But he's my friend! cast members Jason James Richter, Laurie Petty, and Jane Atkinson in their first film appearance since Free Willy won. Plus, Kiko is back starring as Willy. And this time... It's personal. Isn't she cute? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. You look like a girl. I didn't mean to assume. Oh, no! No! Free Willy 44, The Floppy Fin. Coming soon to a home cinema near you. All right, well, we're nearly at the end of this episode. Uh, uh, but, of course, we have another exciting segment, haven't we, Lou? Yeah, well, uh, you know, we uh, we love doing this one every single week. Why, why leave it out now? You know? Yes, this is a segment we call Celebrity Cheer Up. And uh, what we'd like to do is call one of our celebrity mates and uh, have a little chat with them, get them to cheer us up. Of course, everyone listening is still in stage three lockdown and uh, it's been in it for quite a while. So we thought, you know, why not bring people on, famous people, not pay them and get them to entertain us. Uh, are you uh, are you going to call me? Are you as a celebrity? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm just kidding, everyone. I'm, Don't be No one will have forgotten that I, I won the Masked Singer. In two thousand and forty-two, yes. it was it was such a yes. huge pleasure, uh, oh. and I was dressed as as the you know it took a long time for people to guess who it was because I was dressed as a cushion, and uh, yeah. anyway, I'm going on about myself, but we have had big names throughout huge the years. names on 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 this segment. We've had Beyonce, 
many years ago. Uh, yes. who else? L- Lady had, Gaga um, before she passed away. Lady Lady Gaga. Yes. Uh, we had we had uh, Hillary Clinton before she was executed. She came on. We got her final interview before before the uh, execution. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a real a real feather in our bonnet. Had we I known, I would have asked her different questions. I would have you know probably I would have given yes. her different yeah, advice. Yeah. I would have said. Dah! You know, uh, what's yeah, yeah, your time yeah. again? What's your favourite colour? Didn't really sum up her life. No, unfortunately, not. There was a lovely chat with uh, Rolf Harris. His first chat after he finally finished his sentence. Yes, uh, yeah. A little bit fiddly that one, but uh, good chat anyway. Good chat, yeah. Uh, so we haven't done this one for a little while. Uh, who have we got in the role next, love? Who are we going to interview? Well, uh, for our celebrity cheer up yeah, section, we've got one of the biggest names in uh, in international politics. And uh, and also the star of Ready Steady Cook. Uh, this week we're going to chat to Josh Frydenberg. Sorry, love, no, we can't. Why? What? No, 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 no sorry. He, he, oh, oh, have you not seen no, the news? No. no, he's been cancelled. Oh, you? No, he's been cancelled. You can't. You can't. Oh, all right. Uh, hang on. Let me flick through the thing then. Oh, all right. Uh, well, let's call our favourite television host and uh, and Deputy Prime Minister of Australia, Peter Hallier. No, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm sorry. We should have talked about this before we did well, this episode. Have, yeah. He's been cancelled as well. You're He's been joking. What did he do? Too. You don't want to know. Oh, all right. Uh, okay. Uh, well, it is hard to keep up. Uh, I know. I've got it. My little uh, mate and, and uh, you know, the animal warrior of the world, Bindi Irwin. Let's have a chat with her. Uh, no, sorry, love. Uh, She's not been cancelled. Also cancelled. What? She has, what? yes. A video surfaced uh, of her on YouTube eating a koala. Oh, for God's Raw. sake. We've all Just eaten biting koala. chunks out of it. It was still alive. Oh, but the, what, there's too many of them now. We started that program after the bushfires in... In 2019, 2020, mm. we'd grow all the, the koalas back. We have to eat them. Oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, what about Ian Hewitson? Sex tape. Oh, my God. Uh, Ida Buttrose? <laughs> Same sex tape, right. actually. Oh, I should watch that. Uh, Deborah Mailman? Oh, no, surprisingly, racist Twitter rant. Is that right? Really awful. Yeah. yeah. Even I didn't agree with her. That Interesting. Was, oh, uh, too much. I'd definitely too love much. to read that. Uh, what about, oh, God, again, we could get Joel Creasy. No, turns out he was faking being gay. He's been cancelled as I well. I always suspected that. I always suspected mm. that. You could tell. You could tell. Uh, mm. All right. Uh, well, uh, what about our good mate, Rhonda Birchmore, Legs 11? Oh, you won't believe this, love. Cancelled. You're yes. joking. She was in the same sex tape as Ian Hewitson and Ida Butrose. Oh. And before you ask, Humphrey B. Bear was also in the tape as well. We can't get him on either. I'm sorry. Damn it. Got to be PC, you know. All right, well... Uh... Jesus Christ. What about uh, Pauline Hanson? Um, uh, let me flick through Twitter. Uh, yeah, no. Actually, she's still good to go. She still hasn't been called out on her shit. Oh, good. Yet. Good. Um, but she, sorry, love, she is refusing to come on the show because we endorsed refugees coming here from Saturn's third moon uh, mm. when they had that volcano. Oh, um, I knew we shouldn't have done that. Oh, dear. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, actually, I've got an idea, love. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. I've, I have a little birth, as it is your 120th <laughs> birthday. birthday. I have a little <laughs> present here. I went down to uh, the Aldi Super Supermarket. You know Aldi. I remember. I haven't been for years there. They got so expensive. I know, so expensive. But you know, they have all those 
bizarre little gadgets and, and things that you can buy at the checkout. Yes, I know. I got this new, this this little thing, this new little thing. Um, it's actually for dogs. I, oh. I bought it for you as a birthday present. Oh, thank you. What you do is you, it's a little collar. You put it on the doggy and you can hear the dog's thoughts. You can speak with your dog. Wow. What we could do, we've got Caroline chained up in the corner over there. I, maybe we could put it on Caroline and see if it works and finally talk to Caroline you for mean the first time. We'd hear her voice fully, properly. Yeah, yeah, she could be our, our, our celebrity cheer up. Well, she I mean, is. this podcast is the number one podcast in the entire world. She counts as a celebrity. She is the only reason that Studio 10's still on, eh? All right, well, yeah. let's give it a go. All right, um,. Do you want to unchain her? Yeah, hang on a minute. Here. Caroline, come here, please. Okay, okay. Settle down. Come, come over to Edith. Come over to Edith. All right, Hello. here, Caroline. Now, sit, 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 sit. All right, let me put the collar on. All right, it's a little bit tight, but that'll be okay. All right, uh, let's see if it works. Right, um, push the button. <clears throat> uh, Caroline, um, if you can hear me, uh, say hello. Greetings, fat sluts. Oh, that's not very nice. That's unbelievable. Doesn't sound anything like that's a dog. bizarre. No. Uh, what, 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 what have you always wanted to ask Caroline, love? Um, uh, uh, what was your favourite uh, food, Caroline? We've always just fed you into, into your bowl, whatever the scraps were. But what would you? Lo- what do you love to eat? Africans. Right. right. Unfortunately, they don't sell those anymore. No. Um, tell me, Caroline, um, what's it like? You know, we've been friends for 70 years. I've never heard you talk. What's it like hanging out with a couple of lovely old broads like Maureen and myself? Like hell on earth. Kill me. Kill me. Kill I think, me. Okay, all right, all right. I think that's that. broken. Yes, right. it's broken. Reset that. Um, uh-huh. Caroline, you've been spending a bit of time outside of the bunker lately. What have you been getting up to? What's your, what are your hobbies these days? I've started a cult. A cult. You shall address me as the mouth of the whole, oh. for I am the spiritual leader of Heaven's Hole. Heaven's Hole, right. that's the name of your cult, is it? Right. Yes. And what, what do you worship? We are seeking a higher truth through racial purity, hallucinogenic drugs, Group sex and tinned meat. Enter the hole. Become the hole. Worship the hole. Right. We prepare for what we call the coming of the ugly fat sluts, where everyone will become ugly fat sluts except for us or something. Right. Sounds like you've got it all really planned out. Yeah, right. That actually sounds like one of those music festivals we went to. Uh, that racial purity, tinned meat and, and hallucinogenics. Sounds a lot like a war we fought in, to be honest. Yeah, right. So, uh, so Caroline, uh, maybe you could tell us a bit about your family. You know, do you keep in touch with anyone in your extended family anymore? My family are dead to me. Also, literally dead. I killed them. Right. My that... followers are my family now. Every evening they sit at my feet and I give them my teachings oh. where I share my wisdom and tell them they're looking a bit fat. Oh. Wacko, Once they've stopped crying, the orgy begins. Oh. That goes late into the night, and once we've disposed of the bodies of those that didn't make it, I lock them in their cells. I hate them. You know, that sounds wow. exactly like when I used to go to Weight Watchers. I've stopped going yes. now. I, just, yes. I take I the remember. weight pill, but that's, uh, that sounds exactly the same. I've, you've, you've stolen a few ideas here for your little cult, Caroline. <laughs> yeah, You're so yeah, stupid, yeah, Caroline. Worship the whole. 
Worship the hole. Hey, Caroline. Glory hole. Glory hole. Okay. All right, Caroline. I will tighten her chain a bit, I think, love. Uh, Caroline, you know, whenever we have someone on for this segment, we ask them to tell us a fun little joke. Uh, do you have a fun little joke you could tell to, to cheer everyone up that's listening at home? Yes. Would you mind telling tell us, us the joke? Yeah. Why did the couple join Heaven's Hole? Oh, why I, did the well, couple I think join I've heard this. Why did the he- couple... Heaven's hell. I don't know. I don't know. Because I had their children locked in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> I get it because the children were in. No, the children were in the house. <laughs> We'd all do it as parents. It's one of those. You have to be a Sometimes parent. Sometimes the smoke from the burning yeah. bodies blinds me. Does it? Blinds me. Right. Blinds me. Blinds, blinds me. Oh, blinds me. Oh, blinds me. Push the research. No, it won't work. Pour water over it. Pour it. Oh! 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 Uh, and you know, the really disappointing thing is, Maureen, they only ever have like six of these things I know. Elvis, so we'll never be able to hear Caroline speak again. You'll, have to, you'll have to drive to the... Uh, I'd, I'd, there's a new LD that's not too far away from us. They turned uh, they turned Glen Waverley into Erinsborough, you know, where they used to film Neighbours. They've changed the name of that to actually just be Erinsborough. It's a real suburb. Oh. As of uh, 20, 20, 2048, I think they changed that over. And anyway, there's an LD there. We'll be able to buy new dog talking collars for Caroline. We can c- continue this next week in a new episode. What do you reckon? Sounds fun. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, Kaz. Back in the corner, love. Here, Caroline. Well, that's the end of uh, this week's episode, I'm afraid. That's good, because I actually just need, I, I need to get to the framing shop. It's so annoying. I've only been able to leave the house for 28 minutes a day. Uh, but I have to get to the framing shop because I'm getting my Daniel Andrews portrait reframed. Oh, I yes. I have to do it every month now, I think, or month every two months or something like oh, that. Oh, it's such a pain, all these rules. And, you know, I've got to go as well. I've got to go get my compulsory monthly immunisation that they... Where they inject the chips under your skin, oh. and then I've, I'm very excited. I've got tickets to see uh, Shen Yun tonight. I love Shen Yun. Somehow, and even in the middle of a 30-year-long pandemic, Shen Yun is still touring hmm? to every city hmm. in the world. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, well, we've got a very exciting announcement. Where I mean, we're forever grateful and lucky that uh, we're we're sitting on top. Eleven years now as the number one podcast in the entire world uh, universe in the entire universe now yes yeah 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 oh my gosh well uh, well uh, the, those of you that came i think we had about uh, 22.8 million people that uh, came to our last outside live broadcast and uh, that was a huge mm. deal and we really appreciated all of you coming but we're we're leveling up we're going to be even better this time and uh, our next outside broadcast is next month which is at the new federation square which uh, as all of our listeners will know used to be Tasmania at 68,000 yes. square kilometres 
They really utilised that $20 million that they were granted a while ago. Paved the whole thing with those little tiny bricks. They paved the entire of Tasmania. Yeah, Yeah. uneven bricks. It's completely inaccessible. Yes, and of course, um, there's such a demand for tickets. What we've decided to do is only give tickets to the people that signed up to our Patreon uh, in the month of August in the year 2020. We just had to pick a random month. Uh, So anyone that signed up to our Patreon Patreon in August of 2020. Of course, they would have done that by going to patreon.com slash granny bingo and signed up for just a few dollars a month. And uh, we'll we'll be giving all of the tickets just to those people. Uh, and uh, we're extending that, uh, the invite for the Patreon subscribers of our sister podcast, The Gays Are Still Revolting, which they brought back only three months after they cancelled The Gays Are Revolting because, uh, because yes. all the hosts... <laughs> Just needed the validation and to, to remain relevant. And uh, your grandson, I think, they didn't ask your grandson back, I believe. I remember. That's that's 30 years ago. You had to get that little jibe in just before we finished the episode, didn't you, love? <laughs> <laughs> well, that does bring us to the end of the episode. Of course, tune in next week. We've got some exciting stuff happening, haven't we, love? Yeah, next week I'm going to be doing my impersonation of, uh, well, actually... Uh, let me do it, and I'll see if you can tell me what I'm impersonating. Uh, Hello, I am your worst enemy. Why don't you love me? Can you guess what that is, Edith? No, I have no idea. It's the robots. <laughs> <laughs> don't, that's robot phobic. That's robot phobic. You can't, no, you're not allowed to impersonate them. You can't say anything no, these days. I know, I know. And, of course, I'll be dropping a sample of my new duet with that lovely old singer, Troy Savan. Oh, his his voice has gotten better over the years. And I'll be showing you how to unfold your iPhone 42. But until then, kiddies, remember, the future is what you make it. Hooroo! Bye, you lot. See you. Look after yourselves. All right, bye! <laughs> <laughs> just happened i these macbook pros are too good edith i'm I'm presuming you felt the same thing as i did you just think we'd listen to an episode from 30 years in the future i think so i did how bizarre our voices sounded like kind of half pissed old men yeah isn't that strange i didn't like that i didn't like the future one little bit do another drink i well i've got a little bit left in this bottle (laughs) i'll finish that maybe i'll have a scotch or something (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.